Hello and welcome to another Brandon Bonanza podcast. Before we get started, I'm going to go over the two ways that you can help support this show. First, you can donate by going to comedylol.com, clicking on the donate tab and sending us some sweet, sweet cash through PayPal. The second one is you can go to comedylol.com and at the top of the screen, click on the Amazon link, do all your Amazon shopping and they give us a piece of it and they don't charge you any extra. How wonderful is that? All right, guys, enjoy. Hear what I say. We are the business today. Function is finished today. All T and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of acid today. The choice with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Donna and Dixon, the pistol is rattling away. Doctors of death. Killing our patients of breath. We are the pain of the I know what that's all about. As the co-host of the year, I'd say producer of Paddle to Sad, I know what Crosstalk is about. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Brand of Bonanza podcast. I'm joined today with my friend and comedian, Stash Makita. Hello, I mean, say hello, Stash. What's up, man? This is Stash Makita. As Brandon said, that was a true story. True story. So, um, Stash Makita has his own podcast. Why don't we talk about that a little bit first before we get into things? All right. Uh, it's called Fantasy Film Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, every week, me, my co-host, uh, comedian Sean Murray, and a guest, usually another comedian, um, we fantasy draft the cast of movies. So we go in a snake draft style um, and cast like the five or six biggest characters from a movie. Uh, if somebody repeats a pick that somebody else had, uh, they have 10 seconds to pick a new one. Um and then we put our we put the choices the drafts on Twitter afterwards so people could vote on the best one. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, about twenty episodes. Oh, nice. All right, guys. And uh, oh, how can they find you? Or how can they find that? Uh, our website is filmballpod.com because somebody else just is sitting on the name and I didn't have six thousand dollars to buy it. So filmballpod.com or literally anything you could listen to uh, podcasts on. Awesome. Great. Well, um, I'm glad you joined me today because we've uh, had some interactions on <laughs> Facebook recently about like politics, I guess you could say. So we definitely probably understand each other. So that's cool. Um, one thing I just he- heard about, though, and I kind of wanted to bring up and see what you think about, because I know that I don't think either of us are really fans of Donald Trump. Right? No, not particularly. (laughs) But some um, of the things he does are fucking hilarious (laughs) and sometimes just cool, like having sex with that porn star. Oh, yeah. For $130,000. If I was a billionaire, I would do dope shit like that, too. Yeah, I know, right? I I think it's it's crazy in a different way than most people. I just think it's crazy he's our president. But, um, it's crazy. I just heard he decided to meet with the leader of North Korea. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about that? Like, I was kind of hopeful. I'll just give you my idea a little bit. Um, I'm like on the, I don't know. I'm hoping that we could figure something out because I don't want to go to war with North Korea. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, uh, well, not everyone, but there's people that are like, we should just go in there and attack them and bomb them and, and do all this stuff. And I'm like, no, guys, I don't think we tried that before. It didn't work out well, you know? So I'm yeah. happy. I'm really hoping that uh, he manages to pull off some kind of Korean nuclear disarmament or just anything he does positive there is going to be so fun for like, my team, like the the anti-Trump team, like yeah. obviously I think this guy's a bad guy and a scumbag. Oh, but if, yeah. if he manages to pull that off, I'm interested to see. Because I'll give him full credit, but I know there's a lot of people that are still – that won't give him credit for that because they can't give him credit for anything, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So I would I would just like to see, I, like, I guess from a troll's perspective, <laughs> how much it makes the people on my team lose their fucking mind. Yeah, like how are they going to spin it, you know? And it's it's hard to reconcile the fact that, you know, if there was a President Hillary Clinton, she might not have made peace because if you look at, at the... Um, if you look at the history of this in that kind of line, like George uh, W. Bush was the one who fucked, like screwed it all up. He basically um, uh, reneged on a lot of the agreements that Clinton, that Bill Clinton made. But it looked like um, Hillary probably wasn't going to follow the line, you know, or she would would have followed that line. I'm sorry. So it's weird, but I don't know if we could ever get them to admit that. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't know. Do you think it's maybe because we just seem stronger as a nation if we go attack people? You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's always, like, such a giant money-making machine in our country that's always going to push for war mm-hmm. with everyone, you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, the whole, it's such a weird line. This is why, I like, not only do I, like, like what I never want to do any kind of politics, but I just, like, hate thinking about them in mm-hmm. general. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like... I don't, it's, war is going to be bad, but also sanctions have just made like north korean people who are victims in their own right Mm -hmm. suffer yeah you know what i mean so it's like even the peaceful way of sanctions isn't very fucking peaceful at all it's just like passive violence yeah so there's not i i I don't know i just get in like weird like um like thought cycles where it just seems like hopeless (laughs) yeah everything no matter what yeah I, i i really i see that i don't I just think that there's nothing that we could really do as the United States that is going to be right, you know? I mean, and then I would say we should get out of there, and then people are like, you're, you're crazy. We have to worry about, you know, China and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't think anyone I'm – more, I'm more on the side of, like, we can, we can handle ourselves. Like, if we pulled back and we kept our Navy – and we just protected our borders. And then if people needed certain help and we can get involved in certain things, but I think it would be more on a, a volunteeristic basis uh, with people who wanted to go. But I, I think that'd be a smarter foreign policy for us. And people that I, some people, especially my Republican friends, because I have friends on both sides, they'll tell me, you know, oh, what about terrorism? And we're leaving ourselves wide open. But I'm like, yeah, but aren't you guys supposed to be the tough guys? You know, like we can handle this. I don't think. That's, I mean, I don't know, understand how that would leave us wide open. Cause it's it's not like being over there is making less terrorists. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah you know yeah. how would that how would that leave us open for anything? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, I think because they feel that a lot of these countries might get nuclear weapons and um or some kind of pull off some kind of terrorist attack. I I think the, it's just that the public's perception and most people's perception. I used to think this way too early on. Why terrorists come here? People think it's, you know, still because they hate our freedoms and they hate our way of life and we're blasphemous and all this stuff. But it really has to do with that. You know, we're there and we were there first, you know, whether you really agree why we're there or not. We, we've been there since like the mid 1900s. And when we're there and it's a military force, people get killed that aren't supposed to. Then their relatives get mad. And then eventually, you know, they start coming here. So that's kind of the, the way I see it. But I'm trying to make people see that, too. You know, and I, I think. Because of my unique views, I can. It's not like I'm yelling at them from the left. The people on the right, you know, and then the people on the left, I can try to say it from the other uh, other way. You know, it's just like, hey guys, we just don't need to be at this war, even though it's really profitable. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, it seems like almost 
if there was like a an international military that can handle things like that, like say NATO had their own military, mm-hmm. do you think that would be better or it still comes down to just the same group of people making those decisions? I, I think that um, this is I think this is the problem we because we we're born into the society. We only know one way. And I think the problem is when you have too much power. It's just like Frodo in the ring, you know? So right now there's too much, way too much centralized power in this country, especially to give to Donald Trump, you know, like you hear Joe Rogan's joke that I heard is like, you know, it's a, it's a popularity contest to see who controls nukes. And now fucking Donald Trump controls nukes. It's like, all right. Um, so I think that having that power, we need to find a way to decentralize it. And, and then we could come together and unify if we have to. So if, like, for some reason another Soviet Union rose up, we can get together. I'm not really worried about that. There's enough people in this country. We could still train some kind of military or some kind of um, some kind of force. But I think that to try to encourage that, instead of building up things like the European Union, we should look to decentralize because when it's local, people know how to govern themselves best, I think, on a local level. This is kind of my thing with guns, you know. I don't, man, everyone has their own view and own opinion on guns, and maybe it works in some areas and maybe it doesn't. I don't think we should make one federal law for this whole country, man. I've been to places where I you get, should have I no that. gun laws, and I've been to places where, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't, it'd be hard to argue, you know, like. like it's hard It's hard <laughs> to say that a guy who, like, lives in Mississippi with no one within a mile of him can't fucking shoot cans in his backyard. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say, but. Uh, is there a way to decentralize government, like, effectively? Has that been done somewhere before? Because as far as I know, governments just keep growing until they fail, and that's yeah. just kind of how they work. <laughs> Actually, the Soviet Union is kind of a good example of that, but um, it didn't it, – It so it broke apart peacefully, and um, it wasn't able to stay the way it was. I believe the the reason that Putin – is able to have the power he does now is because of us and our encroachment in the United States. We said we weren't going to go any closer with NATO. We've, you know, gone twice as close. We're getting on their doorsteps. So if you look at this worldview, it's hard as an American because you only ever know one view, you know? So to look at this, like I like to tell people like an alien, if you came down and you looked and there was two giant superpowers and one disintegrated and the other one said, Hey, listen, if you go peacefully, we won't get any closer. And then 20 years later, they got a lot closer. And now they put nukes and weapons and they're arming their enemies. It's really weird, you know. And I'm not saying we're to blame or we're innocent. It's I think it's there's no good or bad. It's just kind of what it is and who you're, what side you're on. So I believe those, those are the powers that these people play on this giant stage when they have this power. But I think if we decentralize, we'd kind of be an example to the world. And hopefully they'd follow. And if they didn't, like I said, we can always get back together we're always going to have our nukes you know not that i agree with that either we're always going to have these giant warships that we can get back into use if we have to but i think if we started to bring it more to local level and even if we had to i think the answer would be closer to like the original framers said with the constitution it was supposed to be a loose union um i don't know i just think that it's you can look the same thing with schools i don't think one school model is going to work everywhere. Have you been everywhere in the country? You know, I've been to Oklahoma and Alabama and Connecticut and New York. It's like, you know, I don't think everything work, works for everybody. So I It's hard it's for me to imagine a thing like that happening without some kind of violence. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it really is. And that's why I don't think I don't think revolution is the answer either because I used to think that, but now when you look at history, 
and you take an honest look at history, not just like what you learn in school, but if you just sit here and, and like listen to all these Dan Carlin podcasts and other people who or even read books and stuff about these subjects and you, you see um, the brutality. Oh, I, I totally like lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about? Decentralization of governments. De- uh. <laughs> oh, um, we were talking about revolutions. I'm sorry. Well, I, I believe revolution is an answer because most times revolutions go really, really bad, especially for the general population, the public. Just think of Game of Thrones. That's kind of <laughs> more yeah. what happens, you know? We just got really lucky in this country. And the reason it didn't go the way it did in other countries in this country was because we had those 13 colonies. So when the revolution was over, not one person had the exact power. Yeah, um, George Washington was a president, but like the states wouldn't do what he said. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. much different. I think if it went, if it fell to one central power, just like it did in France, look at what happened in, in Russia with the with the Russian Revolution. That was, you know, so um, I think that we just kind of would have to get a basic awareness public movement going where people would want to kind of just be local. And it wouldn't, like I said, it's not about right or left. And that's why it sounds more libertarian. I like a lot of their ideas, but it's not exactly that either, but it's just kind of going back evolving, devolving what we should be. And I think that, um, it sounds pretty impossible, but a lot of this stuff with the debt that we have, I think that the federal government is going to, something's going to happen. You know, there's, there's, they're not going to be able to keep borrowing this money and printing the money. It's, it's like redlining right now. From what everyone, everyone that like talked about the collapse before 08, when then that happened, they're saying that, you know, basically they didn't really let any of that stuff happen. They just put a band aid on it and now yeah. it's probably going to be worse. You know, they just don't know when. It's not like they're super doom and gloom, but they're like, you know, uh, yeah, it's that's not looking of, good. <laughs> that's kind of my thing. Cause I, I remember <laughs> in my 20s, I was a, a, a libertarian. And then at some point, I don't know what it was, where I was just like, I was like, oh, I don't see this ever happening because a government's job is to grow. Yeah. Like, that's, there's no way for it not to. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you create one government job that, and if it's successful, it creates another job. If it fails, it creates another job. <laughs> um, so my thing is like, let's just steal what we can from the government or like <laughs> point this giant fucking thing in the direction we most want it to until yeah. it fails yeah or i die yeah so it's just like uh so that i can't became almost like a some kind of like anarcho-socialist or something like that you know what i mean just yeah yeah i see what you're saying you're kind of just like a nihilist you're, you're like a nihilistic view of like fuck it you can't do anything anyway you know, might as well just get the best while we can right now yeah i don't even know if it's so much nihilist it's just like the nature of government is to keep growing until it fails and on the ride there, just try and point it in the direction where it serves my interests. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think that when I was younger, I might've totally been on board with that. But now because I've been such a nerd with history podcasts and stuff and like reading books and audiobooks, where I'm, I'm seeing that there is a cycle of events with humans, especially in government. It starts out small, you know, you can look at the Romans and it grows. But there's also a cycle event with slavery, and we fucking abolished that in the mid-1800s. And the worst thing about that is people focus on how we used to have slaves in this country and how terrible it was instead of focusing on the fact that we fucking abolished slavery for all times. It's been around for thousands of years, and we fucking got together and said, 
No, you know what I mean. Even though it was it was bad the way it ended, it was really terrible. But it fucking ended, and I think if we can end that, what what else can we end? You know what I mean? And I yeah, I know but it's I mean kind of a, we ended it here, but the, yeah, slavery just adapted and still well, goes I mean, on to this day. Yeah, it does go on, but not to the degree it did. It was it used to be accepted worldwide, and actually England is the one who started to stamp it out in their colonies. It's really a really good story to uh, check out because the the slave trade itself was illegal for like a while, like a couple hundred years. And some slavers in the United States would get hung, not for owning slaves, but just because they would try to sla- tra- trade them over from Africa. They were, it was, it was fucking, yeah, the, the laws were crazy and the people, man, it was such an interesting time, but I just can't believe, I mean, yeah, it sucks that we fucking enslaved these people, but the fact that we ended it is like, I think that's, it's just great. Hopefully it doesn't evolve back into that. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I don't I can't think of another time in history where um, even the Romans, you know, it was just a it, it, everybody had slaves. It's crazy looking back on it. It's kind of like, you know, uh, Game of Thrones with Khaleesi. She's like the fucking chain breaker. Yeah. But um, so I, I think seeing that as an example, maybe we could fucking figure it out. Maybe this Western civilization, maybe hopefully I'm hoping that what happens is people just get get so comfortable the way we live now like compared to even like 50 years ago that they're just like you know what fuck it we're not gonna we're not gonna have a war like fuck that we're too lazy we're just gonna make it work and somebody like elon musk is gonna come along or i don't know you know there's still a hopeful uh for that obviously i don't think it's gonna be a pure anarchy anarchistic society you know i think i'm just hoping for like more of a local thing you know we're are you worried about weed or drugs being illegal? People are like, I, you know, if he has a problem, we'll take care of him. We'd have to throw him in a, you know, in jail. Um, so, or maybe I'm just being a hippie. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was more like the European Union. Yeah. A little more liberal, like laxed on those things, on the drug laws and stuff. Or- but that and like the, like Portugal has vastly different drug policies than the oh. rest of Europe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wildly successful. Yeah. But it's just like... Um, you know, if, if some states were were allowed to be more individualistic like that, yeah, definitely, and, and it's it's happening. And the that's another thing that's under attack. That's kind of funny because so when you talk about states' rights, there's certain people on certain sides um, of states' rights, and they get attacked. And then other people are like the ones for the drugs, or de- you know, decriminalizing uh, drugs. They're like on more on the left side, and they'll attack the people who are trying to do stuff on the right. And it's like, guys, if you just you can get together on this issue, it's states' rights. You know, if you want to, if, if you want to either have health care in your state, or you don't want to have guns, or you want to have weed, or whatever it is, if your state votes for that, then you know, I guess they should be able to do it. Yeah, and, and that's something we could both, I think, agree on. And then maybe you can just that's a, maybe if you have these, you can move to that one of those states or something. You know, or, or but I think also we can live like together. I mean, obviously, but federal law is good to have as a set of checks and balances when it comes down to the state's rights of like, you know, when whatever that fucking state was that didn't want to serve food to gay boys no more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's always nice to have a big brother that could step in in situations like that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also the thought where people say you should let people discriminate because then you know who the assholes are. And then if they are allowed to discriminate, who the hell is going to go to their place? And then if people do go to their place, you could shame them or not associate with them. That's kind of like the what the freedom kind of thing says. And it's it's a weird one, though, because it's like, well, then you let these people discriminate. And then we're back in like the 60s. I don't know. I don't think there's one right answer for every 
that's what I'm saying. You know, I you think- know, it's the same. It's the same thing, dude. Everything, everything is bad, no matter what you do. Whether yeah. it comes to like we were talking about before with terrorism, or whether it's uh, not serving gay pizza, like whatever <laughs> choice you make is, is is wrong in some sense. Yeah, yeah. So, do you see? Uh, what do you What do you think are your some of your ways that you just like try to steer the ship <laughs> in a way that's gonna help you out? Or like, so I just like throw full support behind like uh, social programs and shit like that. <laughs> and like uh, when when people are like, "Oh, this lady is like a welfare scammer or whatever," I'm just like, "Good." There's no way she hasn't been fucked by the government. <laughs> like. At least 20 times by the time she was old enough to have kids. Yeah. So what if she s- learned how to scam them back? Good for her. Yeah. 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 The, I, I love that. I love that, too. I think that you should. I, I had this conversation once with um, another comedian. He's not around anymore, but um, he was he had a chance to collect unemployment. And I was like, you should collect unemployment. He's like, no, fuck that. Just a government handout. He was like, you know, right wing. And I'm like, yeah, but. The government's a bunch of fucking criminals anyway. It's not like if you don't take the money, they're still going to tax people as much as they can. They're not going to take or, you know, so just, I think, get back. And even if you, okay, you don't want to take that money, take it and then go, you know, buy a homeless bum a hooker or something or some crack. I don't know, whatever you think is going to help the world. You know, at least you get in that piece is way better than what the government was going to do with that 500 bucks a week or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, I think you're supposed to view the government and the people in the government as necessary evils. You know, that's like when people are like, I like the president. Like, whatever president you're talking to, it's like, (laughs) you like a fucking president, (laughs) you idiot. (laughs) Whoever it is, exactly. I can't, I just can't get behind because... Maybe, you know, uh, years ago, the presidents you could get behind and stuff. But, man, these guys these days, they don't they have no shame. They'll they'll do they lie. And that's the other thing, which is hilarious, because if I talk to a Republican or a Democrat, I'll say, okay, you're a Republican. Your guy said this, this and this. And he's not doing it. The guy before him that got in said this, this and this. And he didn't do that. He definitely went to war in Iraq. And the guy before him said he wasn't, and that you know he said, "Read my lips," and he still raised taxes. So okay, if your guys keep saying they're one thing, but then doing others, aren't they what they what they do? Shouldn't you look at their actions? Yeah, so they, obviously, these people are your enemies. They're not Republicans. Yell at them until they do what you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, it's yeah, it's funny. I don't know. Do you see any way out of this, or uh, think we're just gonna crash it right into the? that's just the thing that makes me mad about it's like eventually (laughs) our government will fail some other country will take over as the number one and it'll keep going on but i just hope i'm dead before our shit fails dude yeah (laughs) yeah it could be pretty shitty you know because like the end times could last a long time because even though like uh like the roman empire was on the downslide oh yeah like for the beginning of the end was like hundreds of years before the end of the end, mm-hmm. or at least like a couple hundred. And so it's like, if maybe, the, hopefully, this is the beginning of the end times and not the end of the end. Yeah, yeah, well, not the part where we get like sacked by vandals or whatever. We might, we might be able to stay on top through sheer force for at least, uh, at least till I'm dead. Yeah, that, and that's kind of why my argument about the guns is, man. You know, and I get it where people get upset and, and these school shootings happen and they're terrible, but. But, I, you know, there's a greater danger than that. Like, I know a school shooting is terrible, but just if you go to some places, man, like fucking 
Bosnia in the 90s, Afghanistan, like right now, you know, some of these places, or look at Syria, it used to be a really nice place, and now it's a fucking war zone. Like, do you really want to leave yourself undefended, you know, if that happens? And it could fucking happen, I would say, pretty easily here. I know every, we usually people come together in, in times, but I don't know, man. No, it was. You know, if there's a food shortage and we, and there's, you know, right now, all there is is the left and the right or whatever, these sides cheerleading. You know, about racism and about this and about inequality. It would and take one big fight for Flint, Michigan to yeah. be like a city in Syria in the war zone. Yeah, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. Like, they already have brown water and, <laughs> like, infrastructure that's crumbling and, like, it's bad there, dude. Yeah. It would take one fucking big fight and it will look just like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, and that's what I mean. Like, I'd rather just... Bridgeport? You think it would take much for fucking Bridgeport <laughs> to just crumble? No, we'd have to lift the Devon Bridge up, keep people out. Jesus. They They'll be still pitching that. that MGM in Bridgeport, too, that casino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the middle of a war, dude, you'd still get Facebook ads like, support the MGM Grand coming to Bridgeport, Connecticut. <laughs> whatever's left of it, we want it. <laughs> We're buying up whatever's left of this there. place, dude. It's getting gentrified. That's what. I, that's the word on the street. <laughs> what, Bridgeport? Yeah. Just like the one area, yeah, yeah, the area I used to live, uh, Black Rock. Oh yeah, it's weird down there now because I like lived on the border of Black Rock and like, if I walked to my corner Krausers, then it was scary at night. Mm -hmm. But it's just like mm -hmm. gradually over time, it just got more and more. Like I don't know where hipsters are made. <laughs> Like, it was like a thing that spread from, from Brooklyn. Like, yeah. are these just the kids that lived around here that have, like, you know, like, 10 years after hipsterdom started in Brooklyn and gentrification there, it just kind of made its way out here, and those are the kids from here? I Yeah, like, maybe there's, like, internet groups where they fucking got together and got all hipstery and decided to, like, you know, like, um, like Reddit or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or so, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder if they're imported, or it's probably about half and half. I would imagine. <laughs> it is weird though how they move in like that. It's, it's always happened in history too. Like you had the fucking the beatniks and the, they're pushing all these goddamn Salvadorenos out of uh, Black Rock, and pretty soon <laughs> you're not gonna be able to get any decent food there. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking chicken and waffles served by a guy with a curly mustache. <laughs> curly fucking. It's like that place in New Haven. Great food, though. Chicken and waffles with a curly mustache on it. <laughs> oh, you know, right down on Crown Street. Chicken and waffles. All right, well, I don't know. I think this is about about wrapping up. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about or bring up uh, before we end this, this uh, wonderful talk? No, that's it, man. All right, great. Um, anything you need to plug or push? Fantasy Film Ball and... Uh, I'm glad we were able to solve the world's problems here. Yeah. If anyone, listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, how can we solve the world's problems? Just take this recording and bring it to everybody. Just listen know. to me get mad because people like presidents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not being able to figure things out. Yeah. If you like a president, I want you to do me a favor. Look, take a look in the mirror. Okay. What, what do you mean you like a president? Come on, stop. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, uh, support us, even though you probably hate us. Uh, ComedyLOL.com. Uh, Click on the Amazon link to do all your shopping. Or just donate to us. And that's lovely. Later. What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Function is finished today. RT and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of acid today.
day. Lit joints with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Donna and Dixon, the pistol is rattling away. Doctors of death, filling our patients of breath. We ought to pay you the trust. Hooking up curses.